All right, folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, and tonight's episode is brought to you by Fulton, just like last week, which is a modern brand of art support. Fulton launched the most comfortable, supportive, and sustainable insole on the planet. Fulton insoles have a deep heel cup and comfortable art support that aligns your body from head to toe. They are made using sustainable materials like vegan cactus leather and cork. Wow. How well. Like from wine bottles? Yep. Allowing them cool. to mold the shape of your arch and provide customized support. They are also shock absorbing, reducing impact on the body, and are lined with natural foam to make them extra comfortable. Fulton, by the way, folks, is offering our listeners, those would be the listeners of America's Hometown Horror, $10 off your next purchase at Walk. Fulton.com. That's W-A-L-K-F-U-L-T-O-N.com. And use the code POD10, P-O-D-1-0. That's code P-O-D-1-0 for $10 off at walkfulton.com. Check out the website to see how Fulton can support you. How about that? Support from Fulton as an advertiser. I love the support. Support from Fulton as a shoe. What do you say about that? I love it. I'm all about support, moral, foot, heel, Yep. You know. Absolutely. All the support. Yep. I can't say anything more about that. And away we go. <laughs> what is up? <laughs> what is up? What is up? What is up? What's going on, folks? Welcome in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. You know me by now, if you're a listener of our show, you know that I'm the host of America's Hometown Horror, and you also know that I am not alone in my endeavor in this horror podcasting world. I'm always joined by my esteemed, reliable co-hosts, Andrew and Kat. Guys, what's going on? Happy birthday! Let's, yep, let's stop for second. Andrew! Andrew! Otis! Stop. And a one and a two and a three Happy oh birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Catherine. Bop, bop, bop. And happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to <laughs> you. Hey, you know what? You brought this on yourself because you requested to podcast I, on your birthday. I, 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 I gave you the opt out. You said no. You said give a podcast know. like it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. I see it comes out on Tuesday. I want to just have some dinner and and just enjoy a podcast mm. and like have a fun time. Because I yep. mean, honestly, like uh, this past Memorial Day weekend was absolutely terrible and rainy and gross. And I'm not going to celebrate oh, today. Oh, God, what a so, shitty weekend. Um, yeah. uh, probably next weekend is going to be the time of my birthday. will be next weekend. Well, at least <laughs> it looks like it's going to be beach weather both days next I weekend. I know. I know. I'm so excited. Yes. That's great. Phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, happy birthday to you. Thank I feel you like we, uh, you know. I appreciate it. We had a nice dinner before this. So we did. We, uh, we, yes. we celebrated your birthday a little bit before. And, again, you opted to uh, podcast on your birthday. Yeah. Which I'm I think excited. we're going to see in the next hour or so how excited you are to talk about this movie because yeah. this is a movie that you chose. We I let you have pick. free reign for your birthday. You get to pick whatever movie you wanted to pick. 
Not that this isn't a democratic society on America's Home but, Hard, because we do vote on things quite frequently. But sometimes you I feel like it wanted, should be a fascist. You, you, gonna, wanted, yeah. you wanted a topic with no vetoes yep. for tonight. Yep, and, and you, I got it. You got, I got it. it. You I got, got it. it. You I got it, girl. I would have used all three of my vetoes for this. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop but it was it. your birthday, so I didn't. How did I know that you were just going to troll on this the entire time? Just to piss Cat off. I knew it. I, I absolutely knew it. Yeah. This movie smells. No, it does not. It does not. It's well, actually. Um, we'll 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 get to that. It smells like rotten rhubarb. No, it's not rotten cream. at all. Actually, it's oh my God. not actually rotten Oof. at all. But Mike will get to that. Or whatever the root is that they put underneath the <laughs> yeah. bed in milk the, um, and two drops of blood. Whatever it is, it's a mandrake root. Mandrake root, yeah. Okay. Mandrake yeah. root. Apparently, that uh, smelled real bad too. Harry Potter too. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but you know. I know. I'm sure that'll come up later it's also in the podcast. Yes. Mm. The man Drake. So, I have to ask, as always, we're at the point now. What have you guys been watching over the last week? What's new? What's been good? Andrew, anything you want to report on? We watched no, together that movie. We, Kat, why don't you take the, the movie lead on that this? we're talking about? No, 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 no. The movie we watched last night. Or not last, oh, last a couple night. nights ago. Haunted? So, we watched Haunt. Haunt on Haunt. Shutter, yes. So, why don't you guys good. talk about kind that? Kind of a ripoff mm-hmm. of. Um, so like Haunt, on sh- it's called Haunt, and it's on Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive. Yep. Slasher movie. Well, what I'll say is, uh, as we discussed, it's an Eli Roth movie. I think it was executive produced or produced by Eli Roth, and you know what you're getting with an Eli Roth movie. Tons of gore, and probably a premise that was done better in a prior movie, but amped up with the gore and the sex and the Eli Roth specifications. Yeah. So, Catherine, you actually suggested watching this movie to Andrew, yes. so I- I'm... I'm assuming you're a huge fan of this, so why don't you um, talk to me about about Haunt? Yeah, Haunt. I thought was actually that's one of my favorite movies on Shutter. Honestly, I feel like, but I also haven't really explored too much of Shutter, and I know there's so much more to it. But like, I that was one of the first things that popped up when we first subscribed to Shutter. Yeah, and I was like, I definitely want to see this, and I saw it, and I was like, Andrew. You should watch this movie. Just like was it a bad nothing. movie? It no, wasn't it, bad. it wasn't bad for a Shutter movie. I mean, for a <clears throat> rainy Memorial Day weekend when you have nothing else to do but watch movies and hang out and like, I'll say yeah. that movie was you know, better than the topic beers, we're like, talking about tonight. So. <laughs> wow! Stop! Okay. Stop it! No yeah, way! Yeah, it actually was, which is sad. No way! That's that's we won't even go there yet. But um, <laughs> no, Haunt is awesome. I feel like it was a scary kind of movie that. It's one of those ones where you're, like, in a haunted house or you're, like, going towards a haunted house and you're, like, oh, this looks really fun. And you kind of pit stop over there and then all of a sudden you're, like, people, your friends are, are dying. And then you're, like, wow, I made a really, really yeah, big bad, mistake. Really bad choice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I'm never doing is stopping at a random haunted attraction off the yeah, side of the road I mean, that it's... you've never heard about before. Seems like a way to get killed. <laughs> so... I would recommend if this, you ever find one of those, don't, 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 don't do that. Yeah, don't that, do it. Bad don't, idea. Don't do it. Never don't ends don't well. Try like to you use go to your... Barrett's, you go to your uh, scary, the ones that you know world. are on the map. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you right. avoid the uh, the ones down in Alabama. Not to the, the random highway. ones outside of four ninety five or down in Alabama yeah, or wherever no, no, you're going. Don't yeah. do that. No, no don't, don't do that. Is, no. Oh, is this some random? No, don't, house? don't do that. You know what makes this so spooky is the fact that they're actually killing people. Right. Exactly. Yes. That was fucked. Those scenes were fucked when they had yeah, the... Yeah, like, there was oh a lot God. of... Yeah, well, so it, it delivered on the Eli Roth premise. Very violent. 
uh, very cringeworthy. So if scenes, you're I'd looking say. for a uh, good movie, I'll give you that a six out of ten. Mm. Which is a six. That's a phenomenal Jeez. score. Okay. All right. For Three. Andrew, okay. yeah, for Andrew. Six out of ten. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth gets like two. Oh um, my god! Stop well, it! You can talk more let's, about that let's, later. Let's get there. We'll I get actually there. think Haunt was probably about as violent as Pan's Labyrinth was, to be honest with you. Uh, if we're comparing comparing the taste, could actually could very be. minimal violence. I Haunt. feel like there was more gore in Pan's Labyrinth though than there was in Haunt. Well, there's a man that gets his face smashed in with a bottle, his nose smashed into his face. Ah, uh, so that's in. a little bit more gore, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well, fair enough. Okay. The only difference is the dialogue leading up to it. Yeah, I suppose that's true. So, Kat, we've uh, continued to watch Mayor of Easttown over the last uh, week since we've recorded. What do you think, still? I love it, still. Um, we have one episode left to go, and I'm I'm excited. Yeah, and we're now recording on Tuesday, it. and we still yeah. haven't seen the season finale, and I'm uh, I'm pissed about it because I want to watch it so bad. No, we, it was uh, available Sunday night, and oh, uh, we weren't... We've just been yeah. a little so bit good. busy. Yeah. We were, uh, oh, you, watch, you watched No, it? I didn't. I was going to be I was like, saying I should because I've heard nothing but good things about the show. <laughs> Which means that you're going to hate it, of course. The only thing that confuses me is it Mayor or Mare? Mayor. Mayor. So it's Mayor like it's an Irish name. What M-A-R-E. Does that mean? What does that mean? Of she's, East not, Town. she's not the mayor. She's, she's just, her name is Mayor. She's a nightmare. No, her name is Mayor. Oh, that's her name. It's her name. Okay. I was that's, trying to figure that out. I was like, yeah. what is it? It's mayor? probably short for something, if I had to guess. I'm sure. Mary? Yes. Mary? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe Mary. I feel like that's a Mary. Yeah, but she's like in an Irish family in Pennsylvania, present day. Uh, no. no, there's a lot of Irish, uh, whatever part of uh, Pennsylvania they're in, I can't say for sure. I guess it's like an amalgamation of several uh, Pennsylvania towns. So that's just her so, last name. She's just... Her first name. Her, oh, name, her first is name is Mayor Sheehan. And she's just some person from yeah. that town? Yep. What does she do? So she's a detective. Oh, so it's one of those. It's a it's a very twisty, very uh, honestly. I'm amazed at the places that it's gone so far. How is it based off of like anything? No, it's actually I it's looked just, that up. It's not based on a book. It's not based on anything like that. It's it's it's, it's an well, original story. I want to watch it now that I know that the name of the show isn't Mayor of Easttown. No, it's it's about this woman who played is, by Kate Winslet, who is the. You know, detective in Easttown, and she does all these cases. Like it's it's much more of a true crime kind of thing than um, than it seems to be. I feel like when you say mayor of Easttown, you're thinking that it's like a mayor. It's a terrible title. It's by a the ter- way. it's it's yeah. kind of a terrible. Yeah, you're right. It's a terrible title. Yeah, like Mary of Easttown. Because you think work something just as well, except you would know who the fuck they're talking about. Right. Not mayor. Mm-hmm. Not Mare. Not Think about Christ, how many Google Calamare. searches have been done incorrectly looking for that show with right. M-A-Y-O-R of Easttown. I guarantee if you Mayor of Easttown, that comes up. Yeah, of yeah. course it does. Of course it does. Because they know. But I, I, I will say, it's very good. It's incredible. It is. It's very it's, good. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I'm it is a very compelling like. murder mystery that has continuous twists and turns, and I would highly recommend checking out Andrew. Oh, I would watch that. Yeah. Now that I know that it's not called Mayor of Easttown. No. <laughs> not Mayor of Easttown. Not at all. So, guys, ready to move on to some news before we jump into uh, tonight's movie? Yeah, let's jump into some news. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. Well, I'll let's start. Go. I'll start let's with go. one little piece before we move into the items that you brought up, Catherine. So, what okay. I'll say, you know, as a constant reminder for our listeners, we are the official podcast of Spooky World the Movie. 
And uh, we are the exclusive place to get news on Spooky World the Movie. And if you haven't listened to our episode where we interview all the guys from Spooky World the Movie, I'd highly recommend you go back and check that out. It's an awesome listen. They were great, super nice to us, always been supportive of us. They, they rock. I, I love them. They're awesome. But uh, I have an official piece of news from Spooky World the Movie, and this is going to... Remember last week we were talking about... They gave us a quote that said that there was a huge name in the horror community oh, that was yes. coming back yes. to uh, talk on Spooky World the Movie. Well, I can now report who that is. Who is it? Hmm. So in addition to getting a happy birthday, Catherine, from them, which they very... Oh, very yes. Oh, is it Bet Midra? It is not no, Bet Midra. No, it is not. Here's the exact quote <laughs> that I'll give you. Tomorrow... As of this recording, that would be Thursday of this week. Spooky 101, the official podcast of Spooky World the Movie, has the honor of speaking with author, speaker, and daughter of one of the greatest actors to ever grace the silver screen. Spooky World the Movie and Spooky 101 welcome Victoria Price, daughter of Vincent Price, to the Spooky Damn. World the Movie family. This is a monumental interview and moment for the production. And also, thanks again to my friend, and wish Catherine a very happy birthday for me. Oh, that my gosh. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know what I like about that? Vincent Price's estate is it's speaking in this movie. Kept, That's amazing. Unbelievable. But I, I just oh think my gosh, it, it just so exciting. continues to show the level of guest they're going to have in this documentary when it comes out yeah. in the fall. It's going to be awesome. You know, it's just unbelievable what they continue to do. I'm so excited to see this movie when it comes out, especially with how involved we've been. Absolutely. Talking to them, having them on our show. You know, hopefully we'll be on their show someday, and I'm sure they'll be back on our show once they come closer to releasing the movie, and it's just it's just great. I'm so excited to collaborate with those guys. But uh, another piece of news, again, concerning us, okay? We do. So, uh, if you're listening to this episode now... Uh, in a few days, you will be able to go live onto YouTube and Facebook. Search for America's Hometown Horror. You can mash that bell, get a notification, but we will be live talking with our buddy Matt, who's been on several episodes before. If I remember correctly, he's been on Hereditary. He has been on uh, Dark, Dark Side, Side of Disney, Disney World. And what else? What other one has he been on? Oh, was it three? The Witch? Was he on The Witch? Well, we're going to be talking with Matt about... The scariest theme park ride ever built. The extraterrestrial alien encounter. Have you been on it? At yes, Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, and all three of us have been on it! That's awesome. How good is that? I know. We I'm are so excited. Just such a blessed unit of humans. <laughs> we were enabled to enjoy such a all three, all three of our families were privileged privileged enough to take privileged That's enough so to take us to Disney World back in the nineties on that random ride that I know. most people in the blimp of time it was only open so for a very short That's amount of time. So for a year if that? No no no. Uh, I think like two or three years. Two or three years. That's it. But in the entire history of Disney, which for a theme park attraction at Walt Disney 65? World, that is like the shortest of lifespans. Yeah, the shortest. Shortest, and we got to experience that. All three of us. That is horrifying experience. And it was uh, honestly amazing. I wish and Walt I Disney wish World I could go on that again. Me too. And I wish Walt Disney World would do more things like that with their Imagineering department because you know what? That's an unbelievable ride. That there's ride, no reason. There's that no ride, reason. That ride is the definition of Imagineering. I agree. I agree with you. They took an old attraction. We'll talk more about this next week. 
They took an old attraction and they I know. We'll, turned we'll it on its head. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. But oh. we got that coming up on Sunday. We'll be live on Facebook and YouTube talking with Matt, uh, who actually just formed a podcast a couple yes, months back. the Truth Cabin. Called The Truth Cabin. If you haven't listened to it yet, go out, check it out. It's awesome. They do a lot of, uh, like, nostalgia trips. I really like it a lot. Yeah, I do too. I love you. I, love I know. Podcast. You and I both yeah. were uh, very appreciative of, of our favorite episode of their show, which is the one about the malls. Absolutely, yes. Because they cover, like, like South Shore malls and, like, just even the, to the fact that, like, Kingston Collection, which went from the Independence Mall to the Kingston Collection to, like, now what it is today with, like, with COVID and, like, everything is, like, these ghost kind of malls. Like, it's it's kind of, a, it's it's awesome. I mean, yeah, honestly, it's like, a good episode. I they do a good job. loved listening to it. So they have a... Uh, We've talked about that episode multiple times. I know, because I, I actually really enjoyed listening to well, it. Well, and they're local to us, awesome. too, so a lot of the malls they yeah. talk about are, like, the South Shore Plaza, the Kingston Mall, like, you know, Taunton like, yeah, Mall, Hanover Mall. Like, yeah. That's non-existent now until it gets rebuilt. No, again. they do. They do all the social malls pretty yep. much. Like, and they talk about all of them, and they're it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's a great it's, podcast. They it's do an a great awesome nostalgic, job. Like podcast that you listen to, and you're like, yes, I know all of these that you're talking about. It's yeah, great. And, and honestly, like if you if you've listened to our show before and you've heard Matt on our show, he's awesome. I love having him on. He's such a great guest. He does an awesome job on that show, just like all the other guests do. So yeah, that's what I'll say. Check out the Truth Cabin. All right, so last piece of, I guess, quote-unquote news, and it's nothing really newsworthy. But, uh, hey, guys, when are we going to go see A Quiet Place Part 2? Because we're going to cover it on the show. We have, uh, obviously, I would love to. Can this we episode for this week, we have the one with Matt on Sunday, so it's going to be two weeks out from now. But let's uh, go see A Quiet Place Part 2 and go yeah, see it. Yeah, we'll I'd love it. to do that. Okay, fair enough. And, of course, that's what I have for news, and that means... And I want to get popcorn. As always... Uh, maybe some wine. Some junior like, mints. Oh, maybe definitely popcorn some and mints. wine. What are you? <coughs> and icy old lady. Well, actually, it was so funny. So of course that means that we are on to our topic of the night, and as is tradition, if we are going to record on anybody's birthday, we should let that person have total full sale of uh, that topic tonight. Thank you, Ferotis, by the way, at the Spooky <coughs> Hound Dog for another count he heard from. But cat. Uh, so we are talking about a movie that you picked out for tonight. Why don't you give us your overall thoughts on said movie and let everyone know what it is before we jump into our facts, our categories, and all the usual stuff. Sure. So um, <laughs> I picked this because it's been a overall... What did you pick? Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, we haven't said that. Uh, that's the topic du jour. Oh, I'm sorry. Pan's Labyrinth is the topic du jour. Pan's Labyrinth. Um, okay. Yes. An interesting choice for this podcast... I'd say. Well, yes, and you know what? In the beginning of the year, we said the three of us yep. wrote a list of different movies and or subjects we wanted to cover. This was absolutely on your list for the entire yep. year, and it was just like it was only ten. I mean, we have a ton of podcasts, so I mean, it's but it's something to go off of. So, um, well, it's good though because I feel like usually Andrew and I are of like mind with most movies. We have a tendency to like the same type of movies. Mm. And we had a lot of overlap on our lists. Yours was very different, and well, it's what's yes. what makes us different that makes us great. It I would say as different. a podcast, yes. yes. So yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Talk to me about Pan's Labyrinth. Get so, on with your thoughts. Why it's so important to you? <laughs> no, it's been a favorite of mine for a long time. Honestly, probably since it came out. Um, I love the dark fantasy kind of 
elements that it has of it because I love like fantasy different movies and stuff. You know, like I don't know, just fairy tales or tall tales. You are a big like, fantasy very... story person. Yep. Yes, yes. Um, and I love the correct. creatures in it too, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's the, I'd say the best part of the movie. Yeah, different creatures in it. Um, and actually, uh, <laughs> which I I maybe Jen will listen to this, but um, my old roommate Jen. Um, in college, who's one of my best friends, she, um, in college at one point in time, had maybe fallen asleep on a couch, and instead of drawing on her face, we'll say, I drew an eyeball on her hand, (laughs) (laughs) and I think I then placed it on top of her face. (laughs) And took pictures of her? Oh, absolutely. There's a picture somewhere of her, of that. I'm so sorry, Jen, but... (laughs) But it was it was amazing and like that's because that was like right around the time because we gra- I graduated college in two thousand nine so this was like right around the time and like we all we all watched horror movies and stuff like I mean that was kind of part of my college experience was like we watched call like horror movies and yep. drank beers and whatever yep and um yeah that was <laughs> and I felt like that was a better kind of move than drawing on her face like a lot of people did when they were in college and like would like draw on their face if they passed out or did something and I was like no no I'm gonna draw on her hand and I'm gonna draw an eyeball from Pan's lab <laughs> like I go. mean that's just I mean I thought it was kind of crazy but sorry to keep going on that's okay that. that's okay so um yeah that's my uh that's my overall thought on this Okay, movie. fair enough, fair enough. Andrew. But I, I love it, yeah. So I know awesome. we all watched this movie yesterday, as of this recording. Um, Andrew, what were your thoughts on Pan's Labyrinth? My thoughts are <clears throat> that it's a great dramatic fantasy type movie. It is n- in no way, shape, or form a horror movie. It has certain elements that may make it horror related. It's got a great villain. Vidal. Villains, plural. Like when the guy... The Capitan. He's, no, there's only oh, one villain in this movie. Pale Man is a He's a not villain. a villain. He's there to... He's eat, in the movie eat, for about ten eat, minutes, eat which... greedy little More children. on that and, nit, villain, and nitpicks. Though. He's not a villain, though. He should be there. The problem with this movie is this movie does not commit. Are you a fantasy? Are you a drama? Are you... Horror. It doesn't... It's com- a dark it's fantasy. Not, it's, it's not even a dark fantasy. It's a fantasy... Drama. It's more drama than See, anything. That's I it's disagree. Such I disagree a dramatic with movie, and it's just it's it's like Andrew. A, it's a pretty dark uh, fantasy movie with the violence and the violence. The, yeah, though, like, is just normal for that type of movie. Normal for a drama. That's a lot of violence for the guy. Um, seen the boy in the striped pajamas? Well, we'll might we'll, as well, well be the we'll, same. We'll talk. Movie. We'll talk more about the violence all right. and all that stuff later. Yes. But I just think. I think it's uh, tough to call it a straight drama because it's not. It's no, a it's, fantasy. A fantasy. it's a dark it's a fantasy, fantasy it's, but drama it's, with it's, horror. Remove elements. the word dark, though. It's not dark. It's just um, a fantasy no, drama. It's I think definitely, it's dark. No, it's not a no. It's a dark fantasy drama because, like, even let's even say it's a fantasy dark drama. It's not dark. Say, fa- no, it's not dark <laughs> fantasy. It's dark drama. It's relative to movies about the Holocaust, stuff like that, where it's a dark subject matter. The fantasy element of it is not dark. The 
overlying element of the movie, which is drama, is a dark drama. So it's a dark drama fantasy, if we're going to be precise. I would even say to the point that, like, so even when they start, like, Ophelia is seeing these, like, bugs, and she's calling them fairies. The roly-poly bugs. Right. No, no, no. Not the the roly-poly bugs. The praying mantis bugs that doesn't look anything like a fairy. They don't look anything like a fairy, and then all of a sudden they turn turn into into a fairy. And you're like... Well, that's kind of messed up because it doesn't look anything. It's it's a dark kind of thing where so all of a sudden you're seeing like bugs turning into fa- like it's just a weird like the here's, whole here's thing what I'll is say very here's what I'll say to kind of chime in on both sides of your debate because I think you both make valid points. This is uh, in no way shape a horror movie, but it is I think totally worthy of coverage. On this podcast, we're yeah. on our podcast. I think it. I think it's. I. Yep. I don't. I don't disagree with that at yep. all. But my point is to argue that it's not even relative to being horror, but it is relevant mm. to this podcast because it encompasses all the things that we enjoy talking about: drama, monsters, horror. Yep. Death. It has a lot murder, of things. Murder. It's got everything well, we like to talk about. So this is, is, is going to sound stupid. But so if it was in Blockbuster... I'm sorry. We wait. just like movies. Sometimes you like movies, and there's nothing wrong with that. We know it's not We talked about movie. 80s and 90s cartoons and TV yeah, shows. Yeah, because we know, we, know we, we, we woke. If this were in Blockbuster, where would it be? Would it be in the drama, the thriller, the horror? What section would it be in? It would be in the foreign section. Yeah, it'd be in the no, section no, no, that I would not, never look in. Foreign or drama. If I it would to, not be in horror. If I go to Blockbuster, there's like three aisles. Video games. Yep. Candy. <laughs> horror. Yeah, candy. Yeah, or, yeah, that's an I aisle. know, no, I know. The candy aisle is Do you honestly think, though, that this would be in the horror aisle of, of a Blockbuster? I mean... That's actually... It, that, could, you it know what? could be. Hey, it could be. I'll give you a, a huge props on your birthday. That's a okay. great question for future right? episodes. I mean, where would this movie would be this located movie in a be blockbuster? Located in a blockbuster. This awesome. one would clearly question. be in the basement with all the other foreign films because we're talking about either drama, blockbuster, either drama or foreign. It would not be in horror. I don't think so. So maybe when we to- when we post about this um, podcast, we say, "What do you think this would be in? In blockbuster, would it be in?" This section or that section? So, yeah, I, I think that while this movie is clearly not a horror movie, there you, you can make the argument that it fits in multiple categories, right? Gore. Violence. The gore in this movie Terror, is... Monsters. A ten. A ten. Like, so many and things. We commented on this last night after we all watched it together, but I think that the... Special effects and the practical effects in this movie are arguably what make it the most successful and the most memorable all of these years later. Because this movie came out in 2006, 15 yeah. years ago. 15 years and ago. And it still withstands the test of time. And they're actually still really good watching it. Absolutely. Like the, the VFX are pretty good. The practical effects, off the charts. Unbelievable. Oh, so good. All practical yep. effects. All great. Pale Man, memorable villain. But... Uh, 
more on him later because I do have a nitpick about that. And this relates to the plot of the movie, not the character. Is it so, his armpit you know, sacks? Uh, no, Stop so it. there's actually more stuff on no, that. No, I have, I have some facts about that. Yeah, about of course. So can I, uh, can I give you guys, before we jump into facts and categories and all that stuff, Yes. the other 2006 movies we're uh, going to compare this to real Correct. quick. Okay. Yes. A few. And I, I think a few that I think are better horror movies really? than this movie. Okay? Silent Hill. Yeah. And Raised also, Andrew. This actually, a Silent Hill movie. is a horror actually movie. Actually, a horror what movie. What else? What else? Slither. Slither, actually a horror better, movie. Better movie Still than better. Yeah. Uh, Stay Alive. The Host. Great foreign film. The Host is awesome. Is it the Japanese seen it? One? Yep, Japanese movie. Uh, or Korean. I'm not sure. It's the one about it's the lake monster, the sea monster. It's awesome. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. The other 2006 movie that we've covered is better than this movie. I agree with that, okay. unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I love The Hills of Eyes. The remake of When a Stranger Calls. <laughs> uh, the Covenant. Don't know what that is. Death Note 2, The Last Name. Nope. Monster House. Nope. That's yeah, a that Pixar was the movie. Disney Pixar movie. Oh, I have seen that before. That's yes. probably better. That was, that was it's good. It's a Pixar movie. It's probably better. <laughs> Stop. I think Pan's Labyrinth is probably better than this. The Omen remake, which was terrible. Uh, Saw 3 came out in 2006. Not better than this. No, so. not better than this. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. <laughs> I don't even know if I ever saw it, to be honest. The Grudge 2. <laughs> the first Black Christmas remake from 2006, apparently. I don't think I've ever seen that. And I always will know the mess you did last summer. Uh, I thought The Mist was going to be this. <laughs> Fart Noises of the movies I always yeah. will know. Uh, Silent Hill's a good movie. Slew is a good movie. Slew? Obviously, The Hills or have. Slither. Slither. Did I say Slew? You, you should read Slither is a good movie. Slough. Slough is a good movie. And the uh, the Hills Have Eyes, also a very I'm good movie that we already covered. Um, well, and I, I know. All right, we're going to talk some facts before we move into yes. uh, categories. All right, so I'll, uh, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of these, okay? All so, right. Obviously, the big first one. So the reason I feel like that Pan's Labyrinth is the most famous is because it's directed by Guillermo del Toro, who is now a hugely famous director of dark fantasy, horror, action, that type of thing. He's done the... Uh, Pacific Rim movies. He did uh, Crimson Peak. He did Mama, that movie that we saw in theaters, which yeah, was awesome. I he did. either produced, I don't think he directed that did movie. I like that had uh, Jamie Lannister in it and Jessica Chastain. Very okay. good movie. Oh, um, yes. He was... did Mimic way back in the day. He was a producer on that. Mimic? That movie fucking rocks. It was an awesome movie. Awesome movie. Awesome movie. So he's done a ton of stuff, but I feel like this was, and obviously, he went on to direct. The Shape of Water, which won uh, the Academy Award for Best Picture. So he's gone on to do bigger things. But this was kind of his jumping off point for like, okay, showing his chops as a drama director, as a director that can go on to direct a movie that can uh, get nominated for Academy Awards, which we'll get to that, because this was nominated for several Academy Awards. Uh, a lot of awards. More than like, what I thought we lot, were watching it the other night. A yep. lot of awards. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. many. But yeah, Del Toro directed this back in 2006, the Spanish title. See, that's how I know it's not a horror movie. It got nominated for how many awards? Well, clearly if you, if not you a think, horror movie. If you think about the horror movies that have been nominated for an Academy Award, whether it be Best Picture, Actor Awards, if you know what those are, they are debatably horror. 
Hereditary, did they get one? Hereditary no. did not. Didn't get a nomination for anything. No. I don't think Nothing. so. The Shining. Tony Collette deserved it for uh, for Hereditary. Shining, nope. Nothing. No, I think, honestly, like... Basically, think of The Exorcist. Uh, think uh, of... Was uh, that the soundtrack for The Exorcist? Uh, no, The Exorcist no. got nominated for Best Picture. Really? Jaws got nominated for Best Picture. Jaws is... Jaws, though. That's mm. not... I don't... When I think of Jaws, I don't think of The Exorcist. I think, I think it depends Jaws. on, like, what you're... What you're doing a horror movie about? Well, again, yeah, and it I relates mean, back to the the root the root of this podcast, right? That horror is relative. Well, here's the thing: to what you think of perfect, horror. perfect example. Mm-hmm. Take Jaws, for instance. You consider Jaws a horror movie? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Most people wouldn't consider that a horror movie. Jaws is the scariest movie I've ever no, seen. No, it's in my scary, life. but like that's how subjective horror is. Mm-hmm. Like if you talk to someone who's twenty year old, twenty years old right now. First off, they probably don't find it scary, but I don't find it scary either. But they probably think Jaws isn't a horror movie. Yeah. It's just a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, it's an that's, awesome That's movie. what makes it... It's an awesome movie that's also scary, it's, which I yeah. feel like is So rare. that's what's so great about right? horror is horror could mean so many different things to so many different people. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your view of horror is different than Mike's. Absolutely. Obviously different than mine. Because clearly we picked... That's what makes this show so good is that we pick different things based off our own... That's what I was just going to say. I feel like we all pick different yeah. topics from time to but, time and there's but different we, but things. But everyone can relate right? to my Each horror, other's. your horror, yeah. your horror, mm-hmm. Mike's horror. That's what makes it so good is that do we're Do people very... relate to my horrors? Honestly. <laughs> oh, they do. You get a lot of response in your episode. Yeah. So yeah there's absolutely. a lot of... Uh, People who are terrified of the dark that. and... Uh, or we're happy that we talked about Hocus Pocus. I'm just saying, well, yeah, but I mean... And Pants Labyrinth, by the by. That Seinfeld episode where they're like, Kent's picks, <laughs> the movies. Yep. They're like, Mike's picks, Kat's picks, Andrew's picks. Yeah, we, we could do that. That would actually be a really oh funny section of the website. Oh, my gosh, it is my picks. Oh, so now is time as any. So I've talked about the new website both times at the end of the episode so now i feel like you should give us a good description of what the new website is I since should you designed you? it yeah no you designed no, it no, no, well, one no. of the pages is awesome it's tell us be, about it it's going to be it's going to be each of our picks for like three movies that we recently watched and we well, enjoy no be part should, of it no. that's a good one we well here's here's what i'll say we're going to add the blog section back to our website which you can go to now. You can find all of our episodes. You can listen to our episodes on ahhpod.com, ahpod.com. You can listen to all of our episodes. You can see all of our social media feeds. You can also find out more about us. If you want to see what we look like, that's on there. If you're interested in that, if you uh, if you want to date Andrew, you can go on there and now, see what he looks like. If you want to see my weird picture, it's like, fuck that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the website's awesome, and I'm so excited that we have it. Kat did a fantastic job. We're going to have business cards, merch soon. So we're going to do all of that. Mike, if we're going to make merch, we're going to make some really good horror-themed shirts that are punny. Awesome. Punny and awesome. Absolutely. We could do that immediately. Absolutely. So, if I could get back to uh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth real quick before we uh, move on to categories. So, we were just talking about Guillermo del Toro, okay? So, del Toro stated that he considered this story to be a parable, which, okay, not hard to understand, right? Uh, Influenced by many fairy tales and that it addresses 
and continues themes related to his earlier film, The Devil's Backbone, which is one of the first horror movies that, like, you know, kind of launched Guillermo del Toro out into the horror stratosphere, okay? Uh, the idea for Pan's Labyrinth came from del Toro's uh, drawings in his notebooks, which, like, you know, <laughs> peek inside a demented mind. Holy shit. I would what love a to see crazy those. mind. I would love to see them. But apparently it was all based on drawings from his notebook. He says, quote, doodles, ideas, drawings, and plot bits. So this entire movie was based on his notebook drawings. Which I feel like when you take that into consideration, gives it a whole different level of creativity points because this is not based on a franchise. It's not based on a story. It's based on his mind. Del Toro thought of this. And I feel like any movie that does that gives it so much more, so many more points than something else based on a franchise. That's probably why it's so empty. So to answer a question, Andrew, (laughs) that you had yesterday after we watched this movie, right? Was it why are we watching this? No, 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 it's not that one. It's not that one. (laughs) So the original Spanish title refers to the fawns of Roman mythology, okay? While the English, German, and French titles refer specifically to the fawn-like Greek deity, Pan, Okay. However, we were talking about why it's called one of those, Pan's uh, Labyrinth. Yes. Yep, and I have this question too. That's, so this is great. Yes. So, however, Del Toro has stated that the fawn in the film is not named Pan. Right. So, I guess it's ultimately His name's Fauno because a in the name of the movie is not but Pan's anything. Rex- it's it's the Labyrinth of Fauno. If you saw at the end, that's the name of the movie, the Labyrinth of right. Fauno. It's not Pan or anything. That's an Americanized version, probably. Mm-hmm. Is my assumption. Because they show it at the end. Labyrinthe dus fano or whatever yeah. it is. I yeah. Uh, so I, Pan's I, Labyrinth. I love it. I love everything. Go ahead. Pan's Labyrinth uh, premiered back on May twenty seventh of two thousand and six at the Cannes Film Festival. Got Good all nice kinds one. of uh, accolades, praise, grossed. $83 million at the worldwide box office and won numerous international awards, including three Academy Awards, three BAFTA Awards, including Best Film Not in the, Engli- in the English Language, the Ariel Award for Best Picture, Satin Awards for Best International Film Feature, and you get it, blah, 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 blah. Won a bunch of awards, deserved it. So many awards. I think so. Nominated. Yeah. Nominated no, and, and or won. No, oh, yeah, I know it won a lot. And I, it deserved to win those. Mm. For that time period, it was very Oh, unique, absolutely. Different. Yeah. I just find it extremely boring. Well, hey, you know, it's a slow it burn for something. sure, but it did well. And back to more about what Del Toro got for inspiration for this. He basically had lucid dreams, apparently, when he was a kid, where he saw these characters from this movie. That's where he got them. Have you ever tried to train yourself to have lucid dreams? No, never. I don't even know what It's basically, you wake up, you write down your dream, you read your dream, and then you go back to sleep and you try to get yourself back in that same dream. That's how you lucid dream. What I understand is a lucid dream is also something you can kind of control. That's exactly, but that's how you control it. Yes. by learning that you're dreaming and then waking yourself up and then returning yourself to said dream. So I'm assuming that's yes. what they try and do in most of like the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, They're right? They're trying to yeah. lucid dream, yeah, which is, would be fun. I would love to, but that's a lot of work. Who wants to wake up and like write shit down? <laughs> so wake the best, up and have a fucking donut. The best character in the movie, the Pale Man. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Pale Man's Eyes on His Hands is a feature shared by the Japanese mythological monster, the Tenome. I think it's Tenome. The Tenome. T-E-N-O-M-E. A name which means hand eyes. Yes. But you know what's really funny is how Del Toro actually thought of the design for this creature. Basically, we can all relate to this, Del Toro lost a bunch of weight. And his bout of weight loss inspired him to design the physical appearance of the saggy-skinned pale man in Pan's Labyrinth. So, um, if you guys had to guess the over or under Rotten Tomato score. 86. Over or under 86? I, I over. know it. Over. Yeah, I know it. So, I can't. It's got to be like 98. Over or under 90? Over. Over or under 95? Over. Yep. 95% Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I, Based on I 236 reviews, this was a well-reviewed movie, as it should be. It's a fantastic it's a movie. movie. Is it, though? This is one of those... No, you Andrew's to, trolling. I no, feel like no, you no, are I, not... I like this movie. The problem is you have to be watching this movie under the right circumstances. This movie so what's is right meant circumstance? to watch it by myself in my pajamas, crying, you eating didn't cupcakes. Go, you... No, I watched it with you guys under the pretense that this is some sort of horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It is a sad drama. I never people, said it was a horror where movie. People die because their fascist country killed them. This is a fucked up, sad movie that is not in any way, shape, or form a horror movie. It's just very sad. It's very depressing, okay. and. Why does it, that not make it horror, though? It makes it Sound sad, depressing? and I want to watch this by myself in my pajamas exactly, while I'm like, eating smart food. That's what it makes. Do you, do I you couldn't not, watch. I was falling asleep any... watching this movie with you guys because I wasn't in that mindset. But do you have no horror movies to make you sad? I'm pretty sure, like, I haven't hit this level of horror movie. Really? Like, this is a weird level. Like, at least my movies, like, it's fucked up and there's, like, pedophilia and shit. But at least that's a fucking horror movie. That's... It's not this. This is just sad and upsetting, and it's taking place during a time when people were being murdered and genocided, and, like, that's the whole vibe you get from this movie is just, like, like I said, it's the boy in the striped pajamas with fantasy monsters. And that's, it's very, it's very sad. Okay. It's a fantastic, sad, depressing movie. (laughs) Like, this movie depresses me. I felt, I was, I'm... See, that's why All right. it's not hard to well, Fair enough. Well, Fair enough. Well, here's what I'll say. The most horror, the most horrific slash horror element of the movie is undoubtedly the Pale Man. Mm. Okay? No doubt about it. Scariest part of the movie. He's in it for way too little of a time. I thought we were Can we talk about him? the Pale Man? I thought we were going to talk about him later. All right. You guys ready to move on to our categories? Yes. Talk about some stuff? All right. So... First category, obviously, is if if this movie is scary. And while I feel like we all know the answer to this, I feel like we have to talk about the Pale Man here. Catherine, I'll start with you. Um, first off, I wasn't going to talk about the Pale Man, but... Um, okay, go ahead. Do your um, thing. I was going to say, yes, it's scary. So Ophelia ends up moving into another room in the movie, and mm. like all of a sudden... The fawn just, like, creeps out of fucking nowhere, and 
it's super creepy. So I um I find that to be the creepy part that makes it scary for me because okay. I have nightmares. Fair so <laughs> All right. So we're moving along through categories here. So we're talking about favorite scene and Catherine, as this is your movie, we'll talk to you first about your favorite scene. Go ahead. Um mine was the pale man with the um, didn't find whole... it scary, by the way. Also, to agree. Go ahead. What do you mean? Didn't find it scary. I mean, honestly, like I, I think there were so many different parts that, like, you could easily be at the edge of your seat. No. Yes, I agree with that, but also I, I didn't find it to be personally scary. So. so, like, do you feel like one of those people that when we voted for your best horror, we had that draft. Where it was like the monster draft. Yeah, and you had this guy as one of them. The mailman, yeah. And you won Mm -hmm. that draft? Dude, he's super scary. For starters, I don't trust any of those people that voted for you because not scary. He's in the movie for ten seconds. He's scary. It's the most lame villain scary anything I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. I'll re uh, I'll I'll revisit the teams in a second here. Go ahead. She's on there. I I want to see what our teams were. Go ahead. My Go team's no, so much I'll better. Just, I'll, I'll finish let her, it. Let her finish. Let her nope. finish. It's I'll your just, birthday. I'll, I'll just finish it with... It's your birthday. I like the pale man, and he's a good guy, and... Good guy. He he's a, a good no, guy. No, he good, eats children, a good, a good scary, he a good guy. A good scary guy. Good villain. A good villain. Yes. That's what I meant. So, I'm going to finish with that. Problem is, though, he's not even the villain. He's a... Um, he's, he's a, a second he's a, villain... S- He's a, he's a, he's like a side character in a movie yes. that doesn't matter. The captain is ultimately the by villain. By far. Yeah. 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 He's the great villain. He's by great far. Villain. He smashes that guy's face by in with a bottle. By far. Pow! Yeah. Pow! Yeah. Oh, and then he finds the rabbits and he's like, why don't you search him better, That's, idiot? Yeah. And then he just walks away. I was like, that guy's the man. He's. He's crazy. Well, he's it Hitler. makes you, it makes you there, more Hitler. scared of humans than scared of monsters in this mm. movie, I feel like. Because, like, you are way more scared of the people that are going to, like, go after you and that have some sort of. That's what of, makes this movie you know, a drama. It's yeah, about people. It's, it's not about monsters. Exactly. It's, it's about people. It really is. Yeah. People are monsters. So I feel you. Andrew, what yeah. was your favorite scene in this movie? When he smashed that guy's face in with the bottle, yeah, crushed his nose, yeah. and then killed his dad, and then pulled out two rabbits out of the guy's bag, and went, why don't you search him better before you interrupt hmm. me? Like, he was pissed. He's like, I didn't want to kill those guys. But I, I think did. he did. I think well, he did. Well, obviously way. he wanted to. Well, what I'll say he is, really enjoyed it. I, I think the best parts of the movie, of Pan's Labyrinth, involved the captain and everything that was going on at the base. So the if, fantasy if stuff, I feel like for me, was mediocre. took me out of it. Took me out. Kind of it. ruined the yeah. movie. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this movie is Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Except for Boy in the Striped Pajamas, at least knows what it wants to be, and it is that. For you, Mike, you found that this movie was better during its drama. Mm-hmm. The drama of this movie was better. Captain Vidal. This isn't a horror movie with him. He's just a monster. He's a terrible human being. He's Hitler. Absolutely. That's who he is. Yeah. And it's that part of the movie is awesome because it's true to what it is. This movie didn't know what it wanted to be. That's the problem. That's all I'm saying. It's a good movie. I just don't think it knew what it wanted. Okay. Fair enough. Any beefs with the cast? Anything at all, you guys? Anything nitpicks? Um, cast nitpicks? I really didn't like the mother... 
Um, I thought she could maybe be some else. She's a disposable character, though. Disposable character, in I my know. opinion. I know. And yeah. the, she was just not really... Like, I think she, Anna Paquin would have been better. Um, yeah, I loved I loved the captain casting, just to... Not as a nitpick, but as a uh, nit not. He was great. He was the, great. The captain casting was amazing. Like what I'll say name, is that I he think was, he was amazing. He was I, awesome. I, I think that casting the majority of the characters, or if not all the characters, with relatively unknown actors, I think did a service to the movie because are they unknown or are they just unknown because we're American and we don't know who they might are. Well, be and that. it's also could be that because I yep, feel like they're probably that. very prominent actors in they very well could be so I could just be ignorant to that fact but I, I think that based on the fact that they were relative unknowns at the time back in 2006 I feel like that did the movie a service and I feel like that was a good thing nitpicks anybody who had the best death in this movie we all already know who it is the guy that gets his fucking face bashed in with the bottle that's the best death what's your best death when 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 the pale man eats the little fairies no my best death is the captain because he says because they all they say the entire time like the captain's fathers had for the oh, whole thing yeah. with his dad and the clock and the watch, and the watch. And like, yeah, and he goes and he, and he still lied has about the entire yeah. time, and then when the, he's a like coward. the captain he goes, no, actually dies, and he's like, time. "Yes, so and they're going to know yes, that you exist." Exactly. That's that's my that's favorite a great death. part. Yeah, that's, that's a great awesome. part of the movie. It's so good yeah, that was the best part of the movie for me because he finally gets the death he deserves. Although he should have been tortured, just like he to everybody else. But they say to him. Like, what do you want? And he says, I want my son to know blah, blah, blah. And they're and you're like, like, your son will never your know your name. Your son will never know your name. Yeah. And, and they shoot him in the face. Awesome. So the sh- Yeah. Oof. Mm. Oof. That is yeah. one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah, great, great That's, part. yeah, great part. My, one of my favorite scenes. Okay, yes. fair enough. I'm going to say no to the haunted attraction aspect yeah, of this. Yeah, nay. Unless you um, had something else you want to no, say. No, I'm going to say also no. Mm-hmm. Are you? Fair enough. Paragraph written. Okay, so Catherine, who's your MVP? Uh, Mercedes is my MVP. Because I feel like she was always on, like, the good side of everything. Like, she was just an MVP. Talk about lucky to escape alive. Oh, my God. Yeah, she escaped alive, and she was still, like, with her brother and with, like, Ophelia and, like, everything. It all worked out for her. It was fine. Okay. Andrew, MVP? MVP. MVP. Uh, the Doctor. Doctor was great. He was a great character. He in died, this. though. Yeah, I know. He yeah, but he, die, gave, but he gave up like so much to help others. He's the MVP. Without him, everyone's dead. Guys, I'll ask you, is Pan's Labyrinth deserving of a sequel? I feel like Shape of Water, even though I haven't seen that movie, is like a sequel to it, So I, I actually told Kat earlier uh, yesterday that it, Shape of Water, I feel like, is a spiritual sequel to this movie. It's very similar. Very similar. 100%. Like, if you're watching that movie, you should expect the same thing as Pan's Labyrinth. With more fish dick and... Uh, Fish sex. I love fish sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're a gay fish. I am a gay fish. 
All right, folks. Well, I think we've all heard our final thoughts on Pan's Labyrinth, and I appreciate all of them. And uh, I think it's time for us to wrap up this episode. My name is Mike. I've been joined by Andrew and Kat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Good night, you motherfuckers. Adios, me. Bye. See you in hell. Bye, Otis. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus and Old Colony Cast, head on over and give them a listen.